This is Bulls Beat on the Unlimited Unloaded page. Get ready to hear some great audio from the grand opening of the indoor performance facility. Of course, the Porter Family Performance Facility. Pretty much every student athlete that wasn't in practice, actually the men's soccer team, skipped out of practice to attend the ceremony. I put out some photos on my Twitter page, at Derek Sharp, if you want to check those out. It was really an awesome set of speeches. You're going to hear little clips from each of them here shortly. We'll also end the hour with Around the American, as there's already been some interesting results in basketball and a great final ranking for the champion of the conference. Let's start off, yes, with uh, let's just go in order. First of all, it was awesome to actually be able to step foot inside the performance facility. It is just beautiful, and it was a little cold. That was the funny part. It might have been the most perfect outdoor morning we've had in a while, of course, to celebrate indoors, but you know that there are going to be plenty of uses. And actually, the folks that were in there, some of them commented, I saw, that it was a little chilly, but just a little inside information for you. You know when you turn on a heater for the first time in a while and you get that smell? That was not going to be happening during a grand opening ceremony, but it did not bother anybody. And we'll start with the, well, we'll just go in order, a minute or two from each of the speakers. Let's start off with President Rhea Law. So this is a transformational facility, and it wouldn't have been possible without each and every one of you. Our student athletes, our donors, our supporters, all of you came together to make this possible, and it is tremendous. Think about how people are going to come into this facility and see the possibilities, see the fact that we're going to win, right? Yes, yes. And then we're all here because the Porter family that are right here before me have really taken the opportunity to invest in the University of South Florida. They see the benefits of what we have here, and it's their name that's on this facility, and we will proudly, proudly always reference this as the Porter Family Indoor Performance Facility. But in addition to them, there was over 500 donors that came forward with over $22 million. Do you know that is the largest amount that has ever been contributed for a USF athletics facility ever? You know, I need to thank Michael Kelly and Jay Stroman because it's their vision and leadership that actually brought us here today. They, were, they did the outreach, they did the visioning and the communication, and that made this possible. So our USF Foundation, our USF Alumni Association, that all really has made a difference for us. Now, you may have noticed that we are investing in athletics in a way that we've never done before, never in the history of the University of South Florida. This is a great start, right? But we all know that there's something in our mind about the next step, and that is the on-campus stadium, which will be right over there. And she was pointing right at me. No, just kidding. She was pointing to the north, which is just going to be an awesome footprint for the future of the athletics program. It was great to see J.D. Porter and his family there in the front row. And any time he got mentioned, he kind of looked around and, you know, he just doesn't want to get the attention. But $5.1 million, you're going to get some attention levied your way. 
Now, last time Will Weatherford spoke in that general area, there was no indoor performance facility. So you were thinking he was going to make some grand announcement. But really, Mr. Weatherford was pretty humble and wanted to thank very gratefully the Porter family. This is not just about having the ability to practice football and lacrosse and sports indoors. This is a momentum game. This is a huge step for this university to achieve its end goal. And its end goal is to be one of the top universities in the United States of America, regardless of private or public, it doesn't matter. We're in the most dynamic market in the United States of America, of Tampa Bay, and we are the shining star in that market here at USF. But let's take a moment to celebrate today. I just want to say thank you to everyone who participated with blood, sweat, tears, and resources, most importantly, to help make this a reality. I want to thank the Porter family. I've, JD, I've known JD since I was a young man and remember sitting down at lunch with uh, the three brothers, the older, uh, JD's father and his two brothers, and I see Bill here today, and just getting to know that family and the commitments that they've made to higher education in Tampa Bay. Uh, a very generous family that never takes credit for it and uh, is always looking to give back in our community. And what you did here, JD, and to the Porter family uh, to help make this a reality is special. And, and it's bigger than football. You heard him mention lacrosse, and boy, they are benefiting already. You're going to hear from the head coach of the Bulls in just a little bit. But we're going in order, as I said. Let's go with the athletic director next. All right. Horns up, everybody. Horns up. Chairman Weatherford, President of Law, thank you for your words. Thank you for your leadership for this glorious day, not only here in Tampa Bay, but here at the University of South Florida and for athletics. There's a saying that says, whatever good things we build end up building us. And what could be more appropriate with that statement than this building and everything that Rhea and Will said about it? It's uh, functional, it's efficient, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a vision of what is here now and what's here for what's to come. And uh, you know, when you think about good things, I've had a privilege through my career to probably see about 100 of the 130 universities that play football and play athletics at this level. And there's not a facility like this any better than this one. This one is phenomenal. And I just want to thank all of our donors, whether you gave $1 or whether you gave $5.1 million, it made it happen, and we're so proud of it. So let's give everybody a round of applause for that. But perhaps what gives me the greatest joy of today is to really just see our student-athletes that are here. Everyone that helped build this physically, everyone that helped plan for it, everyone that provided resources for it, did it. For them and to see them here today to see the smiles on their faces to see the uh hopefully they'll all be able to all of us will be able to do a hundred yard sprint here in a couple minutes but it's uh it's for them and to see the joy in their eyes to see the commitment that they feel from people in this room is what's going to elevate our program to new heights and uh so for you student athletes remember this is for you our number one strategic goal in the athletic department is to provide an unparalleled student athlete experience and nothing speaks better to it than what we as a community in USF Athletics and the Bulls Nation have done today. So let's hear it for our student-athletes. Absolutely. And as I said, a lot of them were there. For the record, baseball was the first to get in its seat. Oh, before we continue with the audio, just a little bit of a correction of what I said earlier in the week. We said that the softball and baseball photo shoots are coming up this Thursday and Friday, and therefore you're going to hear some interviews. Actually, baseball's next week, so get ready to hear plenty of that. And, of course, we'll have plenty of coverage on Bulls Beat and the play-by-play beginning in about 
a month. Now back to the grand opening of the indoor performance facility and the head football coach is seeing the benefits as well. But guys walk in and just want to talk and build genuine relationships. That part is the best part of coaching football is the players. Sometimes we forget about that. There's so many other things going on right now in college football and college athletics in these young guys' lives. And the one thing that we keep talking about as a staff is we're here for these guys. So I'm more energized than ever about what this program is. I appreciate Will for getting on the call, uh, you know, 39 days ago and, and giving your vision for what, what this is, what, what it will be, what it's going to be. Jay and Michael, thank you for, for bringing me here. And I'm so, like I said, I just keep using the word energized. We're in the coolest place in the country to live. We're at the fastest growing school nationally. And I don't know if that's a fact, but that's what I've told everybody. And, uh, and I'm going to stick to it. Just got done with a meeting this morning about the on-campus stadium and, the, and the, the, the football complex there. What's reinvigorating is the commitment of everybody to go be elite. And the resources that are being put forth are giving us the ability to actually go be elite. Now, towards the end of his speech, uh, he said something that perked up my ears about the folks that believe in the vision and some who don't, or should I say some who didn't. Our guys are all here. They're all beyond fired up to be here. We'll have some more guys getting here this week as we finish up this, re- this recruiting cycle. But when, when the young men and their families have shown up here over the last 37 days, all they've felt is an excitement and energy, a passion to go be elite. And I hear a lot of people say, man, we got to get good. We got we to do this. We got we to bowl games. And the only thing we're doing is chasing greatness every single day. And it's about the process of getting there. We met Sunday night for two and a half hours as a team. And all we talked about is perfecting my process and not worrying about end results. I think when you could put end results off to the side and not worry about it and really, truly understand and believe that you don't control the end result. All you control is your attitude, your effort, and how you attack every single day. And we're recruiting young men that believe that. The guys that have chosen to stay believe that. The guys that have chosen to go don't. And that's okay, too. There's a million different ways to do it. We'll start off our second segment with the uh, landing points of some former Bulls. But let's stay with the current and let's go to, as I mentioned, lacrosse also getting to use the facility most primarily now. And that is to the gratitude of head coach Minnie McCord. We want to be the best in the country. And it starts with transformational facilities like this to be able to recruit. That's our job but it's also to have world-class experiences for our student-athletes. And without the vision and the dreams that you all had to make this a reality, we would not be here. And I can't wait to stand before you for another facility. It's not just athletics, it's that this university is building transformational facilities for all students. This is going to be a place where our alumni, our families are gonna come decade after decade with so much pride to be able to host events and be able to really feel the love of the people and the representatives that want everybody at this university to have world-class experiences. We will bring our first class of 20 in next fall to train for a year. And we've recruited our second class of 15. So we have 38 young ladies ready to take on program history, create a legacy, 
with Coach Golish and the football program, welcome. Welcome to your new staff. Thank you to all of the coaching staffs and your players and our senior administrators who have really truly embodied what Team USF is to make the reality for a new program, for a new women's program here, and soon to be beach volleyball, a reality for more students to come here and be proud alumni. Thank you for your vision and your dreams, your donations to be in the forefront of college athletics. I feel so privileged to have been hired by Michael Kelly and our chairman of the board and all of you in support of our athletics programs. We're gonna have championship programs here. It's a championship athletics department and I'm honored to be a servant leader with all of you. Thank you and go Bulls. Just listening to those couple of minutes, you can understand why for a team that's not going to play for a couple of years, there are already plenty of fans of the USF women's lacrosse team. Now we finish up with two student athletes, Gary Bohannon, quarterback for the football squad, followed by Michaela Washington, not only a key leader on the volleyball team, but the co-president of the Student Athlete Advisory Committee. First off, I would like to thank the donors, the Porter family, on behalf of the football team and every other athletic department for this. I mean... It doesn't get better than this anywhere. I know we're very excited. We got to practice here a few times during the fall, and the energy it instantly shifted. I felt a different connection. I felt a different vibe. Um, it instantly got more competitive. Like, guys just felt different. Like, everything felt different. This is a place that we can finally call home. Like, I mean, we have the practice fields outside, but there's nothing like this. This closed in, this family atmosphere that everyone can come together in and have a good time. Um, I'm very excited to how Coach Golish in here. I mean, the system, the offense, the team, Tennessee, the things they've done. I mean, the statistics spoke for themselves. I know this program, every football player, we're all excited about Coach Golish and his staff. They're probably the most kind people. Um, they care about the people we become. They care about the people that are in the making. They care about the process, and that's the big thing that goes into a winning program. That's how you build championship culture. So we're excited about that. Also excited about just being able to have this, have this impact on the university. This helps with recruiting. I mean, being for guys to come in, young guys out of high school, transfers, um, just to come see this and know that you can come in here and practice each and every day, come in here and work out on your own, come get some workouts in with your guys, just come in here and compete every day is a great feeling. It's good to have something of your own. Um, also, I want to thank the staff, the administrators, um, for allowing this to happen. I mean, what would we be without you guys? What would we be without everyone that's contributed to the university, contributed to the athletic programs? Thanks to all the new coaches. Um, and also, just, I'm glad to be here. I mean, I'm kind of lost for words. Um, I, you, we don't get, don't, there aren't too many kids that get this opportunity, and I'm thankful to be here. I don't think people really understand how, what a blessing this is to have. Um, you, you have so many kids, hundreds, thousands, millions of kids that don't get this opportunity in college. College is something you get to get a free education, um, play sports, and live out your dream. And so I also want to say thank you again. I'm very excited for this upcoming season. Good morning, everyone. I'd first like to thank all of our donors and administrators that are here today, because without you guys, none of this will be possible. What you see above you, the IPF facility, volleyball's new gym floors, baseball's new turf, all of that is because of you guys and it allows us to grow and become more successful as student athletes. This new facility is a huge stepping stone in the future here at USF. Not only for the current student athletes, but for the current recruiting classes that are coming in here and filling in, that's gonna take up our shoes. The facility, it's going to keep fueling our environment, our community, and our culture. I thought it was good to have the representation of some other sports besides football because, believe me, this will benefit more than just the football program. 
Had even more chances to hear Alex Skolish. Don't know if you saw me on Twitter mention that he was going to be primarily featured while at the Lightning game on Tuesday night, which of course the Lightning won. But if you weren't able to tune in to Lightning Radio during the second intermission, we are going to post that interview to our Unlimited Unloaded page. Had some interesting things to say about the transfer portal and what it's been like for him in his first month plus here. So remember, if you had to SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Amazon Podcast, or Spotify now. You can just type Unlimited Unloaded. It's where we unload all of our shows and sometimes some extra stuff, highlights, and in this case, an interview between Greg Linelli, who is the pregame intermission host on Lightning Radio and the head football coach of the Bulls. We do actually have some news of former Bulls coaches and coordinators and players going somewhere. Brian Batty headed to a school you might have heard of, Auburn, And that's going to be one of those situations where I think we all pull for the kid at a big-time program. Also, Chris Carter has entered the transfer portal. And as far as the coaching news I alluded to, if you missed it, Travis Trickett, offensive coordinator of the Bulls, is now the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at Coastal Carolina. And the man who was the defensive coordinator on an interim basis for the last few games were big fans of his. And we'll try and stay big fans of his as Ernie Sims is now the linebackers coach at UCF. Back to the current Bulls and the latest addition to the coaching staff of Alex Golish. Definitely a very interesting story as he is a former Bulls baseball player. That's right. James Rowe immediately after finishing up his three years playing ball for the Bulls became a football coach. Needless to say, he knew how to play more than one sport. Started off as a grad assistant at a smaller school in Tennessee, Bethel. Then got into Jacksonville, which was having its heyday there in the 2012-14 range. Grad assistant at Florida, off to Valdosta State, part of their squad as the defensive coordinator. And spent three years on the Washington Redskins staff as an assistant defensive backs coach. And most recently was at Appalachian State. And oh yeah, last year with the Chicago Bears. How about that? An interesting story. We'll definitely try and catch up with James Rowe and as many of these new coaches as possible as soon as possible.